created everything around us. Welcome to the Come Up Here podcast. Come Up Here is a prophetic worship ministry in Cincinnati, Ohio. On this show, we debrief and discuss elements of our worship sets as we experience them, giving a first-person view and insight oh, of our journey ministering to the heart of God. We hope to equip our listeners to better hear the frequency of heaven and how to release that into the atmosphere around them. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah, just do one here. So, honestly, Bianca, can you read 29 for us real quick? Tell me tell me what it was again. Psalms 29. The, I mean, we can do both of them. I mean, it's, it's yeah, shana mashana. Um, but yeah, go ahead and read it for us. Just go through the whole thing and everyone's I got this boy in. highlighted. <laughs> Bless. Yurt. Extra spiritual. <laughs> Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory to his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders the Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Yeah, that's fine. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Okay. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes okay, Lebanon that's cool. get Thank like you. a calf. And Syrian yeah, like that's a young fine. ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the okay, wilderness. Cool. Yeah, the Lord just shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth okay, thanks, and strips girl. the forest there. And in his temple all. In prophetic circles, we're kind of like, I think I heard this. I might have got a thing. It may have. <laughs> and we jump so many steps ahead of God. He's just starting a conversation sometimes, and we never stop to listen. And the one thing that helped me grow in this moment is I don't want to hop ahead of God where he could say, I want to bring freedom. And he's about to tell me how, and then I just scream, freedom! Well, okay, great, cool. Somebody heard that there's freedom in the room, but what if somebody needed something specific? And I cut God off in the middle of a conversation <laughs> where he's just like, son, sit with me and talk. And one of the deep things about prophecy that really grounded me from these verses is for me to know the voice of God and to get everything that he's bringing in, there's that relational connection as the bride where I have to sit in that moment and be like, look, as a bride, I'm going to listen to my groom and go, hey, like, what are you actually saying? I want to hear everything. I don't want to skip ahead. I don't want to fill in the blank and mad lib it. I just want to actually connect with God. And as I did that, I started to get a level of discontent for some of the the Lord told me that you ate cereal for breakfast, kind of prophetic words. It kind of started to offend me a little bit. Not because the Lord wasn't in that and he wasn't bringing people up. But I realized that there was something deeper. That there was a sharper tool that the Lord was like, hey, I want to hand you this. I'm going to hand you this little butter knife right now because you can't do a broadsword or else you're going to chop somebody's hand off. I'm going to give you the butter knife and I want you to steward the butter knife. 
And as I sat with the Lord and I listened and I inquired and I asked the questions, I realized how much life was in the voice of God. Mm. I mean, there have been many times where people have said to me, when you're in the presence of God listening to God, you're like a different human. You do not act the same. You're a completely different person. Mm. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> like, is it that stark? And then I looked at a video of myself. And I was like, holy crap, I don't look the same. And even my wife was like, I like that version of you. When you get all moody, I don't like that version. You need to talk to God. <laughs> and I realized that there's this all-encompassing thing about being in this constant praying without ceasing conversation with God. Where we're not getting partial revelations and just jumping ahead. We're sitting and waiting for the power of God to be released through everything that He's conveying. So, with that being said, one of the cool things about prophecy, and James and Sean have heard this a million times, <laughs> is prophecy is really not prophecy until you speak it. Until it comes out of your mouth, it's just revelation. Which is dope. And you should probably write it down all the time. But until it comes out of your face, it's just revelation. And on top of that, prophecy always comes from one of like two places. Well, I'm, I'm talking about hearing prophecy. I mean, reading prophecy and there's all the word. It comes out of there too. But it always comes from the heart or the thoughts of the Father. We're either conveying God's heart or his thoughts concerning a person when we're prophesying. And a lot of people, they kind of disconnect from this reality. And we're like, I'm just going to share it because I think I can get it accurate. Well, that doesn't do any good. And honestly, that's about as baby Christian as you can get. That's the equivalent of I read my Bible to today for prophecy. Just saying something is not worth You want to connect deeply with the thoughts of God. I know some of the people in this room are people who connect deeply with the thoughts of God, and they're like, bro, if you knew what God thought of you, you would freak out. <laughs> and then they would relay it to somebody, and their heart would be encouraged because they became familiar deeply with what God said about a person. And then when they prophesied, they spoke it out. There was life on it. There was power on it. Why? Because it came from directly up there, and you sat with it. You felt it. There was a reality to it. Can I share something with you, Keenan? Yes. This goes with, it's so cool because God's been showing me about come up here in our worship ministry that the verse he gave us for come up here was Revelation 4.1. And it says, and the Lord, uh, the Lord spoke to John like a trumpet, as a trumpet, actually, uh, and told him, come up here. And after this, I will show you the things that must take place. So this is literally the book of Revelation and prophecy. And the first thing that the Lord spoke to John was to come up here, to come to him in the secret place, in into the heavens, into the throne room before him. And it was from there that the Lord released those things in his will. So anyway, I just think it's so dope that you're sharing this with us, Canaan. It's, it, I mean, that's just right on the money. I mean, if... These things come from the one enthroned in heaven. 
Like, I don't want a prophetic word just because, like, maybe the Lord just, like, flicks something my way. And I was just like, okay, I'll run with that. Like, I want to go deep. Because these words have so much power behind them. I don't know if you've gotten a prophetic word that's changed your life before. Like, wrecked you. And you're like, I don't even know what to think about my life. But, like, those are the things that you carry around on accident when you're connecting with the Lord. And... One of the things that really transformed the way that I did things when I was really trying to press into this stuff was I am only concerned with the thoughts and the heart of God for somebody else. I'm not really concerned about how flashy or explosive or how cool it sounds. I want it to come directly from those places. And the funny thing is people actually connect with certain of those two things more than others. I am very much a thoughts of God person. If you've ever got a prophetic word from me, it's very much about who you are and what you're called to do and what God wants you to do and how he's going to lead you in X, Y, and Z. But if you've ever got a prophetic word from Josh, he wells up with emotion, bro. <laughs> it flows off of the very being. He's like, God loves you so much, dude. You have no idea. And he's not just saying that because it's a nice, cool thing to say. He's like feeling it. In that moment, it actually hits him where him and the heartbeat of the Father are one, and it comes out of his mouth. And he didn't share it until he felt it and it became real. And not like, I, I, I sense. It's like he actually felt the emotions of God and then it released. And these are things that a lot of the times people kind of start with, well, how did it show up? Well, some people see pictures. Some, <laughs> some people get words that flip through their head. Some people see visions. And those are all good ways of hearing God. They're all ag But to stake it, people jumped one step ahead and they didn't think, where did it come from? Where did these things surface? Where do they have their being? And when I learned, I was like, okay, I get pictures. Cool. I'm going to keep pressing in until I get visions. Cool. And then, you know, I'm going to start seeing stuff. I'm going to be sick. But like, at the end of the day, I never thought about where was this rooted in heaven before it came into my ears? Before it came into vision, where did it start? And especially in worship, as you're pressing in in worship, and you want to have a song that has purpose, that's actually establishing something, it's actually releasing something, where is it coming from? Heck, you might wake up one day and you're just enraptured with the thoughts of God today. And you'll be like, hey guys, I got some thoughts of God things going on right now. Where are you guys at? What's going on? What is God sharing with you? What is this? What are, what are, what's occupying the Lord's thoughts right now? And you guys might be in the same accord. And then you are releasing the thoughts of heaven on earth. And when the thoughts of heaven are released, people feel seen by God. Can you imagine hearing a song and in that moment you're like, God sees me? That's more powerful than I like it. It's more powerful than, man, those people play good instruments or sing good. It's God sees me in my moment right now. Mm. And the thoughts of God words, when they come about, they have this depth to them. Because the thoughts of God, you can't understand them unless you're up there. It's like trying to jam an infinite thing into a finite box. Your brain's kind of like, Bleh! and you only come back with stuff you can grab. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, I'll give you this, just a little drop, just for you, and then your brain breaks when you get back down here, okay? But, and for those who are like, oh, you're talking about coming up here and being in the heavenly places, he's enthroned upon the praises of his people. The throne room of, his pra of your praises to him is the same one in heaven. Yeah. He doesn't switch thrones where he's seated. He doesn't get off the throne. He stays on the same one. That's good. So there's this reality where you're in that place of worship. You're in that place of connecting with God. He's the same enthroned God whether you get raptured up and you can't see nothing. You're in a heavenly realm. Or you're sitting in your room on your knees praying. And you're going boldly before your Father for the help that you need. Same throne. Doesn't change whether you're earthly seated or heavenly seated. So... One of the things that I wanted to break down with you guys and some activations is where do you naturally lean? I'm a thoughts of God person. Or I'm going to talk about the heart of God a little bit more because we touched on it with Josh. But where do you naturally lean? Because some people, there are certain things that can be birthed in that place, in the head, in the thoughts of God, that the heart of God is going to be like, I know what you're saying is true, but where's the heart behind it? But when those two... Could you explain that a little? Yeah, absolutely. So, thoughts of God are literally his thoughts concerning you. I mean, picture it like this. A person who gets revelation from the thoughts of God sees people, sees scenarios from a perspective from heaven, essentially. They see things like, okay, this is a bad situation. Oh, no. my They don't see it like that. They go, God has an opportunity to move in here, and he wants to. Or, man, I, I feel led to go do this thing. God, what are the plans concerning this? It's directive. It's discerning. It's life-giving. It's there, There's almost like an analytical component to it. Because you're getting something from God's thoughts that you could not get otherwise unless you ran and connected with Him. It'll change your perspective, essentially. Um, a lot of people who work with words of knowledge and prophecy of that nature are occupied in the thoughts of God. Because He knows everything about you. So, if it's in God's head, there you go. The heart of God, people, are rooted kind of in these emotions, this depth of emotion that's really raw. If God is mourned, they will feel mm. the emotions mm -hmm. from God. Mm. Hey, I'm in a room and there's suffering here, and you can feel the Lord's compassion for them. It's not a thought, it's not an analytical, but it's that compassion that moved Jesus to do mighty miracles that they're experiencing. Where they go, I'm so moved, I feel deep emotion for the people in this room. Mm -hmm. I need to act. And that one takes discernment. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm not, <laughs> my wife's like that. She'd be like, I felt something from the Lord today. I need to take a second, process his emotions with him and just kind of walk through it. But these people are gener generate this feeling where God generates this feeling in them where they're like, wow, God really feels this way about it. It's the heart of God. And when it wells up, you can't deny it. You're not going to be like, stop with your emotions, Lord. Yeah. And you see the Lord get emotional all throughout the Bible. And you see it in Jesus as well. He wept. 
he was moved by compassion. In the Old Testament, the Lord was angry and he split the ground on somebody. But, <laughs> but these emotions are righteous and holy. That's one thing about the emotions that are coming from the Father that differentiate them from your emotions is they come from a righteous and holy place. You're not going to celebrate sin. You're not going to celebrate unholy things. You're not going to be stoked about people making bad choices. There's a holy, righteous thing that comes in the emotions of God. And there's a level of care that just wells up in you. People who prophesy from this place will go say things like, I really feel like the Lord is proud of you. His heart is overjoyed with what you're doing. He's, he sees you and he loves how you are loving your, your wife, your, your best friend, your whatever. And it's welling up in that place versus the Lord sees you this way. One is welling up from in, one is kind of in the mental realm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anybody got questions? Uh, super good. Um, after you realize where that comes from, then you can identify how the Lord speaks to you, whether it be pictures, visions, words flipping through your head, a knowing, which is kind of like a gut feeling. My buddy Aaron, that's how he hears God. He'd be like, I just got a knowing and I got to go do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's funny because he doesn't know how to explain it to you. But a lot of people who get that knowing are from the heart of the Father. Mm. It's not going through their brain. They just know they have to do it. <laughs> They're like, God, just this is where his heart is, so I have to be there. So once you get to there, you, you know where it came from, the head or the heart. You know how you get it. The next part that you would step into is the discerning process. Yeah. Because once you receive something, you got to know what to do with it before you start opening your mouth. If you ever were at Glendale House Group and I taught on prophecy, you heard the words, discern everything, over and over and over and over and over again until I probably annoyed you and probably imprinted in your brain. Yep. Yeah, my boys over there are like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the first thing I ask, because if it came from the Spirit, I want to know what Spirit is talking to me. So I address, I hold every thought captive. If it comes into my head or my heart, I go first. Thing that has spoken to me, thing of the Spirit that has spoken to me, is Christ your Lord and do you worship Him? Now, demons know Jesus. How do I know? Does anyone have the Bible story? Come on now. I know, Paul. I know Jesus. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. There was also the, the demoniac who ran when he knew Jesus was coming. <laughs> he was like, I know you. <laughs> Could you imagine that? A demon ran to him to get kicked out. Have you come to Tarvis? <laughs> have you? Have you? And then he was like, all right, get in the swine and I'm going to send you off a cliff. You know, like, the, there's a reality where demons know Jesus, but he is not their Lord. Yeah. Chaos, division, ridiculousness, those things are the plays of the enemy. Whereas 
the lordship of Jesus over a life is order, it's peace, it's harmony, it's joy, it's all these beautiful things. And the ones that call Christ Lord carry these things, and they are not shy about saying who their Lord is. They loved it because it's a sign of worship. So I always ask, and I hold that thing that comes in, I'm like, whatever came in, Lord, do you declare Jesus Christ as your Lord, and do you worship him? That's the first thing. Honestly, half the time, I just get the word yes, and it pops in my head. And I'm like, all right, let's 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 dance. Or the angel standing in front of me says, what's up? Yeah, that's me. And they're smiling, they're giddy. The second thing I do, if I'm not getting a clear yes or no, is I'm in Scripture. Because there is a character of God laid out through Scripture. And the fruits of the Spirit, and the character of love, of the context of Scripture, of who Christ has presented God in heaven to be. And I go, does this look like something Christ would even say? Does this line up with the character of Christ that I see in the Word? If I don't see that... I see it coming into conflict with the Christ in, in the Bible. I'm like, okay, nah, I'm good. And I throw it away. I don't want anything to do with it. I tell that thing to go. Can't talk to me no more. Because at the end of the day, I only want the things from the Lord. After I've discerned whether it comes from the Lord, it worships the Lord, and it doesn't contradict who the Lord is in Scripture, I start asking questions. Now, if you are used to just receiving something and you don't go deeper, asking the Lord questions might seem tedious. But to deepen revelation, questions are 100% necessary. If you don't ask questions, you're not having a conversation. You're just listening. And deep revelation comes from conversation. Can I share something with Keenan and get your input on this? Rock and roll. Something that I've been learning is that, like, when I'm worshiping prophetically, um, the Lord will begin to show me stuff. And my conversation hasn't always been like, well, it, there's times when it's like, okay, God, what are you saying about this? How can I partner with you in releasing this mm-hmm. through what we're, how we're worshiping? And because what we do is we flow in and out of like, ministering to the Lord and then ministering with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but something the Lord has been showing me as he begins to show me his heart and his thoughts, I probably hear his heart more in worship. <laughs> um, but there's sometimes where I'll be getting visions mm-hmm. and I'll hit like, a, like, okay, that's all that I have. That's all he's, the grace that I, he's allowed me to have to see this far. Mm-hmm. And something he's been showing me is that when I begin to move my body mm-hmm. um, and worship him physically in faith, like I might like reach out like toward his face or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he'll begin to unlock more mm-hmm. and show, and it's just in movement in, in my faith mm-hmm. um, and expressing it through my, my body. So would you, um, Good question. Yeah. So, honestly, there's a measure of faith in a lot of those things. I mean, I remember... All right, we're going to go a little deep here. It's a little goofy, but I felt like the bride of Christ in this moment because I was trying to understand it. Um, 
I was praying about sonship and being the bride of Christ, and I was like, what does that even mean to be a bride? Like, I get sonship, I'm your kid, I got an inheritance, I have, you know, part of the family, I don't get it. And I prayed, 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 and nothing happened. And I was like, that's not normal. God talks all the time. So, what's the deal? And I remember I was getting frustrated, and I just felt this urge to stand up. I just, I don't know. I was just like, I'm locked up, I need to stand up. And as I did that, I just naturally kind of almost put myself in like a waltzy pose a little bit. And then as I did that, I felt like fingers interlock mine. Mm. And I started to freak out a little bit. I was like, this is creepy. And then I felt like a hand come on my shoulder. And then I just began to feel like I was being led to dance. So I begin to dance. And as I did that, I literally felt like somebody was like leading me. Like in an actual dance. I was like, oh, this is strange. <laughs> and, as, and as this happened, heaven opened. And everything around me changed. And I was almost in this like giant, almost like gazebo-like thing with pillars. And it was all white. And there was clouds that were spiraling. And there was light that was dancing. And the glory of God just began to sparkle in the air. And I realized the hands that were on mine were Christ's. And they had, I could feel the holes as they pressed up. Hmm. How there was a difference. That around it was solid. And the holes, there was nothing there. So it felt weird. And I was like, this is weird. And he began to lead me. And he goes, this is what it means to be in a prep. A bride. Wow. That's so good. And it overwhelmed me because I was like, dude, I don't know. Where he's kindly leading me in a place of celebration and joy. And I don't have to do a thing. And there was so much peace. And, but my brain, the thoughts of God trying to discern this emotionally deep feeling of being secure and wrapped up in, in the arms of Christ, I couldn't get it. And so the Lord was like, stand up. <laughs> and then a step of faith, and it was like, boom. Josh is getting hit with the spirit. I know, he yawns. It's so fun. Um, so, yeah, honestly, the Lord may ask you to do a step of faith, just like he told people to get up and walk when he was declaring healing yeah. over somebody. They hadn't walked in a hot minute. And they were like, okay, I'm going to start walking. And they started walking. That doesn't make sense. But that action engaging with faith moment is just such a deep thing. So in that place, after you get to, I know where it came from. I, I know how I receive it. I know how to discern it. Then you go into that place of like, I'm going to start asking the Lord questions. Like say I get a word for Sean. I don't want to bless him. And I get a word and it's about him and Autumn's relationship. And when they're, when they're going to get married, what it's going to be like and things that I see the Lord releasing in that area. Okay, cool. Awesome. And I get a vision of them holding hands and then they're leading other people and they're just eating, eating food and doing life with like a bunch of young people and they're just hanging out and there's nothing too serious about it. And there's just this relaxed feeling. I'm actually prophesying right now. I'm sorry. I don't believe in doing fake rounds. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I see them and they're just sitting in a living room, spending time together. And there's a simplicity to it. And I, I see that picture and then I go, okay, Lord, what does that mean? Yep. Okay, cool. And the, as I'm asking that, the Lord says, 
they're going to show people the simplicity of following Christ. I was like, okay, cool. What does that mean? And he goes, Sean and Autumn will show people what it means to genuinely live like Christ without hype, without fakery, but in true honesty. And I was like, okay, that's beautiful. And I'm looking at that, and I'm like, the picture by itself, it's just Sean and Autumn eating with some homies, holding hands. The more I ask questions, I go, okay, Lord, what does it go? What does it go? What does it go? And as it comes up, it turns into a prophetic word as I'm asking, as I'm engaging with God with conversation, it becomes real. I take a picture from my mental and in the spirit, and by questioning and conversating with the Lord, I release it, and it becomes real. But if it says a picture, oh, I mean, hey man, I saw a picture, and you and Autumn were holding hands, and you were sitting in a living room, and you were eating food together with a bunch of random people. Yeah. Well, it's not prophetic. <laughs> it's pathetic. <laughs> like it's 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 just not it. So when you're in that spot when you start asking those questions, it goes so much deeper because you actually start to bring out I'm I'm prophesying something in the future. I don't know. But the Lord does. Mm -hmm. And heck, 10, I don't know, X amount of years down the road from now, he could be sitting in a living room holding hands with his wife, with a bunch of young people just talking about Jesus in a normal way. And he'll go, oh, crap. Keenan said that on that couch that one time. <laughs> and it's not because I'm special. It's just because I asked a question. Anyone can get a picture. I only so good. I only took two steps. I asked two questions. There's more there. Yeah. And as you ask more questions, the deeper it goes. And after you do that, the last step, because I, I did that out loud for everyone, but I normally do that in my head. Because uh, <laughs> it's kind of strange. Hey, Lord, what you saying about the living room? Like, that's strange a little bit. But... After that, after you receive it, after you ask the questions and you build the prophetic word in conversation with the Lord, the final step is boldness and obedience. Because it'll never not be awkward to give a prophetic word. Especially on the street. Especially at a ministry event where people are coming to get their lives changed and they're looking at you because you're on a stage and they see importance in you. Not that you're living in a place of pride, but God put you in a place where people will pay attention. And if you carry the Lord, they're expecting the things from God to come from you. I think it's sweet. Uh -huh. And there's this reality that people make prophecies so complicated, they make it so challenging, so they back away from it. But honestly, it's like, if I'm the bride of Christ, if I didn't talk to my husband, it'd be weird. Mm -hmm. For the married homies or the people in relationship in the room, you know, if you didn't talk to your wife for two days, could you imagine the repercussions? Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Little homies. But also, like, for people who have kids, could you imagine just not talking to your kid? 
you know, we're telling them you love them or teaching them something new or just listening to them ramble on about something that you have no idea what they're saying, but it sounds kind of cute, so you listen. You're stepping into that place of the father that you can't even really touch until you're actually a parent. Because you're taking the Lord side of it as the father going, my kids talk about nonsense, but it's kind of cute to hear it. <laughs> I can't wait till they ask me a question and I get to share with them. Mm. And these beautiful moments that mirror the reality of connecting with the father are so beautiful. They're so awesome. They're so cool. But for some reason, we turn our relationship with God in prophecy into something transactional. Give me prophetic word. I'm not going to ask any questions. I'm just going to send the thing down the line. And we use God, and then we act like prophets. And that's gross. And same way, as you transition that into worship, are you having a conversation with God, or are you just asking for Him to give you a beat? Man, if the Lord's saying, oh, there's freedom, okay, God, who are you setting free? Mm -hmm. How are you setting them free? Are you setting them free right now? How deep are you taking the revelation of what the Lord is calling you to release? Same with your instruments. <laughs> One of my favorite things about prophesying from an instrument comes from a different throne room, not the heavenly one, but the one with Saul and David. Saul was tormented by demons. And nothing would happen. But the minute David started playing, they'd stop. And they'd be less. What kind of song was he playing? Because sometimes <laughs> in some of these rooms, we need that, that harp going. Because the demons be manifesting and tormenting. But at the same time, God, what does that freedom sound like? One of my favorite stories about this is James, when we were in Oklahoma together, the OG come up here days. Yeah. <laughs> he got a word from this Indian tribe leader, Christian apostle lady and Krista. And they were like, you're going to drum the, the heart of the father. And we're like, some people are like cross-eyed, like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> and I remember after the set where it happened, he's just sitting there. There's like a thousand people in this tent. It's hotter than the gates of hell. And <laughs> we're all sweating profusely. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> and and I, you literally see it on his face. And he was like, yeah. And he just starts going with his beat that I'm like, what the heck is even this? And he's like, yeah, I just stopped and I asked the Lord, what would it sound like for me to drum the heart of the Father? And I did that. And it started to flow and it created something new. And it wasn't, I'm being creative. It's God, what would it look like? Yeah. And you're changing the conversation because sometimes people say prophetic worship is me being spontaneously creative. No. If God's voice, his heart, or his thoughts are not involved in it, you're not being... That ain't prophetic worship. <laughs> <laughs> That's pathetic worship, right? <laughs> because we want to play the thoughts of God. We want to play and sing the heart of the Father. We want it to come out of our instruments. Why? Because God created music, and he's better at it than we are. 
Skid. I mean, the worship in heaven, bonkers. Make your ears scream because you have no idea what's going on and they're freaking out. They have no idea. Dude, it's nuts. The Lord has given me songs in my dreams mm-hmm. from, from the third heavens and I'll wake up and I'll know it and I'll try to implement it in mm-hmm. person. I'll, I'll have the full song, chords, lyrics, everything. I'll try to play it in person. It's not touching it, dude. I mean... <laughs> The literal air sings up there, bro. The literal air sings. People are breathing. Like, what are you even saying? We can't touch it here. We can't replicate it here. So when we're going like, you know what? I'm going to do a prophetic worship. and I'm going to play a riff that I thought about when I was on the toilet. Like, that's not prophetic. You just jammed a thing into a a thing. We're like, "Eh, I guess it works. But if the Lord's like, this is what it would sound like. And you wait and you listen and you ask. So I just realized I talked for an hour. So we're going to do some activations though, real Let's quick. Do it. All right. So that's so good, Keenan. Thanks just, for sharing. We could go so much longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, Oh gosh. Um, but let's just do grab, pull out a note on your phone. Or if you're a journaler, pull out your, your scribing kit. I don't know where my phone is, but I don't want to. I pretty is it sunken into the couch cushions behind you? There is no. There's no scribing when you're like. You got a skedaddle? Okay. Oh, a ten. Okay, a ten. Okay. Pen and paper. I got like an hour. Oh, you got a machine? Like probably ten's pushing it. Okay. 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 Nine. Okay, we'll tighten this up. All right, go. Cool. Yeah. I don't want to rush the Lord. I don't want to rush the Lord. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Word on the bird. All right. So, I want you to write the words heart. And give it some space and thoughts. Like, you know, like one on the left, one on the right, like columns. Yeah, whatever. Either way, you're, I mean, you're gonna write things underneath them, so I mean, whatever's convenient. I typed in heart and suggestion is attacked. I'm like, no. I rebuke it. Uh, <laughs> um, so just do that real quick. Heart, space, 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 thoughts. And in true vineyard fashion, we're going to go ahead and just practice literally what I just talked about, and then we're going to apply it to worship, and then we're going to worship. Sound good? Praise God. Shonda LaBamba. Okay, so I'm going to part, kind of pair you guys up a little bit, so that way everyone gets a word real quick. So, uh, Bianca, you're person you are listening for is Jonathan. Good old Shawnee Barbo. Uh, um, Jameson, you're praying for me. You can pray for me later. 
Um, and then um, your prayer target is hope. I know. I know. Okay, I know. It's a habit. Get over it. I know. It's it's, it's horrible. And then, um, Vinny, baby, you're you're Jameson. All right. Everyone have a target. I don't think I'm targeted. You are targeted. No, you're my target. target. I'm your target, but who am I? Do I, targeting? Do I have a target? Is do someone I targeting me? Do no. I, target? I mean, unless you want to, you can. Oh, can Shawnee, I just go cry? Oh, does Sean need a target? You, you, didn't, you didn't give it. Sean an attack. Straight over me. Okay. Shawnee can attack me too. It's okay. <laughs> Wait, Wait too. didn't I tell you this? Somebody can prophesy over me. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Oh, Sean, just pray for Vinny then. Who's prophesying over me? Me. Oh. <laughs> no, you guys can prophesy over each other I'll in the matter. I'm gonna cry for you in the corner. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I would receive it. Nobody. No, I literally was crying over. Listen, Sean. nobody's getting. All right, hold on. All right, I'm gonna get teacher mode real quick. Okay, cool. This is how we're doing this. You guys are partners. You guys are listening and hearing for each other. Okay, cool. James, you are partnered with Vinny. You guys are listening and hearing for each other. Oh, I thought it was you. No, we're switching that because it got confusing. And then Bianca, you and Sean are partners. Cool, cool. Right. So, so we just go back and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll like smite each other in the Bingo. ghost. So okay. gonna, you want us to literally write this down first and then get it? Yeah, because okay. I want to see that. I want you to ask questions and write hey, it down. So, Seanaba. Um, so what I want you to ask, and I want you to close your eyeballs, because I don't want you to get distracted. Is God? What is your heart for this person? to start and then god what are your thoughts for this person very simple not confusing those are your starter questions for those two things and i'll go ahead and set like a, a, a cinco minutos timer here no that's way too long you guys should be more prophetic than that are we gonna get like two minutes I mean, you guys are going to get a longer time because I can't find the clock app on my phone. Whoopsies. So we're doing heart, just heart now? Or are we doing thoughts too? Do both. Okay. Oh, I forgot to pray. Lord, I bless this room. God, I thank you that heaven's here. There's no veil between us and you. So Lord, let us just boldly step before you as children of the living God and hear your voice as we sit at your feet. Amen. Also rebuke if you feel, feel tempted. Do not just write something down. If you don't hear it, don't write it. Okay? Don't make nothing up.
else. That was not enough time. I'll give you two more minutes. We're doing both heart, heart and thoughts. Oh, yeah. Finish with thoughts, bro. Yeah, you got two more minutes, all right? Okay. But people got bedtimes in here, bro. Okay, thoughts. Yeah. As hard as his heart for you. <laughs> Rock and roll. Shaking it by high end. Dude, what? Don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> Just get get scribing. Describe. Get scribing like the early church. Come on. <laughs> I already turned you off, bro. Quick. <laughs> Sin. <laughs> All right, be tightening it up. You got like 30 seconds. Alright y'all. Time is at its end. Finish finish your sentences that you may be in the middle of. But we are about to do the thing. Alright. <coughs> Sorry, that went straight into your ear holes. Um so to keep it holy, keep it honest. We're just going to go ahead and share them out in the air. Okay. Just because, you know, we got ladies and gents in the room at the same time. So it's always holy just to, like, put it in front of everybody. <laughs> if you weren't bold enough to share it in front of everybody, you probably shouldn't have prophesied it. <laughs> just real life. Um, so which one would like to go first? I'll go first. Of course. <laughs> Can you talk into the mic, Josh? Yeah, sure. Cool. Um... I don't need headphones while talking to the mic. I'm gonna say, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm gonna talk about God's heart for you first. Okay. Like when I looked at you, I saw the Lord come, and it was like He was sitting next to you, and He hugged you in like a very intimate way, like He was embracing you, and I just felt the Father's embrace over you, um, and He just delights in you. Like I got a picture of you, like almost like in a kid's playroom. And it was like the Lord was with you and you were picking up toys and it was like God was like pretending with you, like he was playing with you. And I felt like I heard the word adventure, like God has given you such like a heart for like adventure and to just know him and to search the depths of who he is. Um, and I feel like also like the Lord is giving you like 
such like a carefree spirit and like has taught you how to be like a child to not carry cares hmm. so like when i look at you i just feel god's like delight over you and just he he's excited about like the adventures that he wants to go on with you um and when i was talking about to god about thoughts i heard the word increase and i'm like well increase why because that's a kind of a generic like buzzword come on like, the lord increase <laughs> but um i felt like the lord is increasing passion in you and um fruitfulness and i felt like you're gonna do you're gonna accomplish more with less effort and i feel like that ties into becoming like a child that and that in that place that god has put you of learning to just cast your cares to him and sit at his feet and just be like a child with him that you're learning to like shed the cares and the pressure of this life and as that anxiety and those things have disappeared that the lord has given you just fruitfulness and so I just see that over your life, just fruitfulness, and he's teaching you just not to, like, you know, strike. That last part in high school. That's good. All right, just a quick tester. That hit? Yeah. Okay, sweet. We like the accuracy test. Don't, I mean, honestly, Nailed it. if it did not hit. Like, yeah. If any part of it did. <laughs> no, yeah, that really hit, so... I've been, I've been working on like a, I've been working on an EP for myself for a while, like dreaming with the Lord about it. And I have a, like a song on there. It's, it's Genesis six, but it's the story of Noah. And the Lord gave me an idea for an album cover of simply me just sitting on the floor playing with like, you know, like a toy Noah's Ark set with like these little like animals and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I've, I've gotten words before about just like the Lord delighting like an adventure and like, yeah, it's been, Super good. So thank you for that. Uh huh. Shaka the Bamba. All right. Shaka. Sweet. So, uh, who next? Jameson. Okay. Mine's pretty short and sweet to the point. Can you talk in the mic? I can't hear you. Pass the mic. Pass I can't hear your prophetic word. Yeah. Mine's uh, pretty short and sweet to the point. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I like heard. God, like I wrote it down from like God's perspective to you. Um, so I asked, like, you know, what, what, what's the heart? And um, yeah, Jesus says that He, uh, God says, I trust you, Vinny. Mm. He says, I love to focus on you. Mm. And a um, couple thoughts I asked were. Yeah, Benny, he's made you a father in worship. And um, another fun, cool thought to think about and picture is Jesus thanks the Father for you regularly. Man, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Father, for Benny. Bars of Tommy Phil. Hey, uh, Vinny, how'd that feel? That resonate in your your spirituals did good a lot who next <laughs> yeah who's next bianca i don't know if we're it doesn't matter okay i mean i don't know i think i slipped some baby but I'm just gonna say all of it, and then just whatever it is, you can maybe determine which one. Will. Rock and roll. Let's do it. So, I just heard the word prosper. I got the word prosper, and I feel like he wants to give you more time 
but like make room in your life to like download more but like time his time because eternity he doesn't really focus on time yeah and we focus on time and so he's asking you to press in an area outside of what would be natural time if that makes sense in your life with work schedule with life schedule like he's saying go deeper in this next season because um There's greater things that he's taking to you into in this next season. Because that, that hit me and he was like talking about everything. I was like, yeah, I literally heard that. That the Lord, in this next season of your life, whenever that happens, you guys are going to be an example um, to people. So that was confirmation. And then um, I guess I think these are the thoughts, but he's very proud of He sees you persevering and he sees you working the press in his place. Mm. She did switch them. Yeah. The first ones were the thoughts, and the second ones were the feelings. But you, you, I mean, that's money, though. That's money. Jonathan. Yeah. How'd that hit? That hit. I, uh. Don't be nice. We, yeah. we swing the mic this way. Yeah, sw- swingy. Chuck it in his Swing low, sweet microphone. Well, like. <laughs> um, no, that hit. My, I mean, you can ask Keenan James, like, my biggest thing. For the last few years, it's just time. Like that's it, it, it's rough. And like I, uh, I've been going through um, the last two years. Um, not the whole year, but I've been doing like Bible reading challenges, like read the Bible in a month or something. And when you do that, you don't listen to any music. It, like <laughs> if you if you had a time. To listen to music it was reading the bible <laughs> like right and so i um got off of it like two or three months ago um just because we did another challenge um it was two months and uh so i've just been chilling and just like this in church has really been my main right you know i haven't really been having my own time with the lord recently you know, <laughs> so crazy. yeah, that, that so hit. You're saying, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, it was love and conviction. Get yeah. lit, let's go. <laughs> That's fire. All right, look, okay, can I say something? Yeah, yeah, tag it, tag it, tag it. This whole time, I thought I was tripping, like I wasn't getting nothing. I swear, <laughs> <laughs> I was okay, and I was like, okay, time. Those are all I had. <laughs> See, but that's the funny part, right? Yeah. If if you weren't obedient and you weren't bold, you'd be like, ah, time, whatever. <laughs> Everybody needs time. It's good. Oh, you know, but no. Like- Those are the only words that hit. <laughs> Come on, Bianca. There we go. You're killing it. You're killing it. All right, uh, Vinny, baby, you next. Oh, I said I'd go next. Sean can go. All right, Sean can go. Whatever. I mean, I'll go next because I broke the rules. Again. Yeah. So, um, as soon as I closed my eyes, I saw an image. Um, (laughs) I saw, and I I read it all down. Um, Oh my! I saw a branch on a tree that was sprouting out and already had a leaf on it. Um, and then I heard. Uh, from God saying that you, um, and I'm, you know, Bianca, uh, that you are the branch uh, with the leaf, that you are splitting from the path that the earth assigned. Um, you 
uh, you're branching out with a head start representative of the leaf. The leaf gave me a sense of safety. Um, and then I would ask more about that, but we didn't have time. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I did not hear that the branch that you were coming from was a bad thing. In fact, I heard that the branch was good. It is your roots. It is uh, what brought you here. But you're branching off of it, finding your own light away from the safety of the original branch. Sean is a freaking prophet, bro. Oh, we know. Secret prophet man. Secret prophet man. Secret prophet man. That's my boy right there. It's kind of cheating for these two kids because, like, they did this like once a week for like five years. Bro, you trying to like send that to me, bro? Yeah. That's why I said write them down, right? Say spicy. Should so, I? Bianca, did that hit? No. Um, <laughs> harder than you think. Uh, bars. Okay. We're just stand in the ghost for a second. Vinny, go. For Real quick, for what it's worth, I'd imagine Sean and Bianca probably know each other the least out of anyone in this room. I know. Know See, that's the funny part. <laughs> the words that hit the most generally come from people who don't know anything. Dude, about dead them. serious. That's bro. why I love going to new places. I'm like, where are your prophets? That's literally where he oh, found so me, bro. I know. It was I almost boring. said dead ass. I'm just going to say it. Dead ass, bro. <laughs> I felt it. I know. Send me your prophets who don't know me. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Then he go. Uh, Hope, do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. I saw your wife's <laughs> painting and I freaked out. Okay, can you give her the mic? Can you? can you hold up your painting for a second? It's just... It's still she wet. just started it. I know, you just started it. It's uh, For me over here, it looked like clouds, and I was freaking out, because I was... I literally, that's what I wrote down for Josh. I was like... I'm seeing these clouds, and like you're not looking up at them, kind of like how we're looking up at these. I felt like, even now, I feel like the Lord's like... Um, like this idea of come up here. I feel like he's just taking you higher. Um, I felt like Psalm 24 over this next season of your life. Um, but I also just, I saw you laying on top of the clouds and I just saw you like, um, just kind of laying there how you're laying on the couch, but your like arms were spread and you were just so relaxed. And I just felt like this sense of comfort um, in peace, but peace was before comfort. And I felt like the Lord was asking you to step into the supernatural reality of peace and that the supernatural comfort would follow in return. Mm. Um, let me, let me find the rest. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just really felt that, um, yeah, specifically the fact that you were laying on top of the clouds and that you weren't looking up at them, um, and that you were just so content, um, I don't know if this is a thing too, but I felt like this concept of sleep. I don't know if you've been needing better sleep at night, um, but I felt like the Lord's just saying that He's going to bring more peace and comfort to your rest. Um, yeah, that He's just going to give you better sleep. So I bless you with that in Jesus' name. Um, that was thoughts, but uh, then <laughs> if, if go into this real quick, but yeah, I just really, I was laughing over here because I just felt the, <laughs> whoa, holy, I just felt the, uh, <laughs> I just felt the joy of the Lord over your life um and i just felt like even your laugh makes him giggle <laughs> i just 
I really feel it even now. And um, I just, I also feel, <laughs> I also feel like what the Lord was saying. He's like, I love the way that He thinks. And I saw a picture of this clock, and I saw this intricate clockwork, almost like a grandfather mm. clock, which is kind of reflecting off of like the time thing, but it was a little bit different. Felt like I was looking at the inside of the clock and this clockwork, and it wasn't like rusty, it wasn't old, but it was moving and it was slow, but it was making the whole structure move. Um, and I just felt like the Lord was saying, I love the way that he thinks, the way that his brain operates in the intricate process of thinking and how he processes through um, his thinking patterns, how he processes through emotions. Um, yeah, beautiful and intricate on the inside. And that reflects just as beautifully as it is on the outside. And everyone can see that and how you express your heart for the Father and in your emotions. None of it is like... BS. None of it is like artificial flavoring. Like it's all so real. Um, and it comes out of a place of deep work and of deep, mm. intricate clockwork that you've done with the Lord throughout the years. Uh, so yeah, I just bless you with that in Jesus' name. Okay. Yeah. When did he meet? When did he do that session with us? What date? You remember the date? Well, I've known him for a long time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When when did he first come up here? Two weeks ago. It was on a third. Wait, it was probably a Thursday. Oh yeah, we did a Wednesday. That was March 29th. It was. Yeah. Why that next morning I sent in the group chat? You weren't in this room yet. Psalm 24. What? People literally told me Psalm 24. Psalm 24. Recently. The 24th Psalm was a part of my reading this morning. Great com confirming word from the movement of God last night in our session. And then, and then Josh came in. And Josh was invited. What? That's sick. Come on. Praise God. That's so cool. Oh, no. It's right after, because um, Psalm 23 is like, I lie on a green pasture. Yep. Uh, what is Psalm 24 again? Psalm, Psalm 24 is, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Yep. This with clean hands and a pure heart. Yes. What the heck? What the heck? Oh, snap. Wow. That's the song we sang last week. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Two that's ago, sick. That <laughs> and he that was the first set he ever played. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What oh, the awesome. heck? You know you were that? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Dude, Dude I have chills, bro. And isn't it prophetic? Dude, Shaka Bow. Shaka Bow. Dude, he is so good. Who is this king of glory? Who is the king of glory? Dude, <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. We can go down the Shaka Baba train, but Vinny's got to prophesy now. Sounds good. Come on, that James. That, that, all right. Okay. That yep. nuclear bomb go hit. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah. Okay. I'm allowed to give feedback. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely hit. Um, I've always thought weird, and it's funny you mentioned the clock. One of the first memories I have, and this is so strange, before I can even talk. Like, when I was a baby, I remember, like, I'm like the short... <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, not on profit clock, bro. Right, Put it to teacher mode. Okay, go. So, my parents were giving me a bath in the kitchen sink, and I was probably a year and a half old. I couldn't even talk. Crazy. They're giving me that. a bath, and I remember, like, I could understand what they were saying in Revelation, but when I heard the words, I couldn't understand the exact words, but I was getting revelation of what they were saying. When you were a year and, and a half old? A year and a half. I couldn't even talk. And I remember looking at them, and I had this thought. I had this thought. I, I looked up at the clock behind them, and I realized that the clock ticking represented time. 
And I thought, how many times is that hand going to have to go all the way around before I'm grown up like them? Yeah. And that was a thought I had as a baby that heck? couldn't talk. Wow. So when people wow. like babies don't know anything. You're sitting there like a super baby. Josh, you're a super baby. Super baby. Yeah. <laughs> like born but with like a that's the like first you. like is that like the first like memory or like thought that you remember? That was like a crazy thought, but I also yeah. remember trying to like learn to stand on my own and I would like hold on to stuff and my legs would burn and I would hear a voice telling me, You're doing great, you're making your parents so proud, just hold on wow. a little longer. Like he was training me because I'm like, I want to sit back down, my legs burn. But he's like, just keep going, keep going, like you're doing wow. great. Whoa, what? And I thought because what motivation does a baby have to stand and walk? <laughs> because it burns. It doesn't feel like it burns. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is like shooting to the <laughs> so proud just hold on a little longer hold on a little longer we're doing great because my legs would just give out i'm like oh that burns and then you just do it again <laughs> like how do you even know the word burns like your spirit is not a baby like it's your brain and your body that's a baby your spirit is infinite like and it comes from the from the throne of god so all right we're getting third Heavens right now. Again, bring it back to the mid heavens for a second. All right. Vinny Lord, drop the bomb. All right, yams. Yams. I got a burp. Uh, excuse me. Um, okay, heart. The Lord loves pleasing you. That was the first thing I heard. And not like, not just emotion. He loves physically pleasing you. I see like, I saw a picture of you and you were like, <laughs> okay, you know the Grinch? Mm -hmm. You know when his heart grew three times its size? I saw your heart like growing and it was pleasing you. Like it physically felt good and you had this big grin on your face like the Grinch did <laughs> when his heart grew. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he's just. This that like big cheesy Grinch, Grinch grin, yeah. and uh, and it's so funny because you created that picture for our song, and I saw hearts floating around your head because he's in love with you, and um, it made me think of that picture that you made earlier. There was hearts coming out of the door, um, and he delights in you being pleased. So anytime you're physically feeling good from his love on you. It, it he's like yes like stoked about it and uh he loves that this crazy little grin that you get and he he likes to tickle you <laughs> so those are very specific things that i heard him say and uh the, that that was his heart but the thoughts were i see his heart for you all that stuff that i just shared actually propelling you and that being like, I actually saw a propeller and it, I, I want to say it was on a boat and it was moving the boat forward, but there was a propeller. Um, and it was specifically, you were being propelled forward from his heart for you. Like his love and delighting in you and pleasing you was moving you forward. And um, he said that he's, Propelling you forward into logistical organization. Um, he says your organization is for your generations. 
So future generations, it's, it's your organization is for your generations. And uh, I see you writing down his schedule, not your schedule, but his schedule. Um, which I feel like he's saying he's going to release on you when you pray into your planning. Yeah, I know that in this next season of life with you and Abigail, that you're going to be planning things out more because you're going to have her in mind and um, you're going to have to plan more. But as you're planning, you're writing down his plans not James's plans. And uh, he said that prayer is super strategic to the logistical things in your coming days. Mm. Mm -hmm. Jameson? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds about right. That sounds like... Talking to the mic. Saying in the mic, bro. That sounds sounds about right. No, uh, it's a particular thing. I think... uh, Yeah, it kind of hits an area of my thinking, I think, is a weakness. So I'll mm. take it kind of correctively. Mm. Because, you know, organization and schedules and things, I just like to go with the flow. And if there's any way I could not look at my Google Calendar, I won't. <laughs> but Bars. I also am varying the planner of planners. Bars. Oh shoot, dude! Bars. So the uh, planner of all planners. Don't yeah. you might spiritually inherit some of that administrativeness? You become yeah. more I, I'm you you. That's what I'm saying, dog. It's like shut doors because it's like if I it's kind of like if something important doesn't get hit like two months out, then it's like, hey, uh, what about this thing? And I'm like, I want to think about it. That to me is future planning. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it. Long story short, it hits a nail on the head. Um, I would probably like to revisit it. Come on, because it feels important. It feels like something I've kind of needed. All right, y'all. So we're gonna do the final activation. That's just gonna lead into worship, yo. That's it. 937. Oh, okay. So we can swing some sweet, low, sweet chariots real quick, and so. Before you get up, Jameson, sit back down, Chief. Hoo ha ha. Chief. Hoo ha ha. Shark bait. Hoo ha ha. Okay. Um. So, I kind of want to do this one thing. Okay. So everyone, close your eyeballs. Just do it quick. Bam. All right. So, the Lord wants to release something in the song we are going to go into right now. Okay, so I want you to listen to a one word, one word thing. For example, Lord, what do you want to release through the song? And he goes, freedom. Okay, cool. That's what I want you to grab. Okay. The first part of a conversation, I want you to grab that. So listen and ask him, God, what do you want to release through this song? And if you have to write it down to remember one word. I'll pray for you afterwards, but <laughs> just do that real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, does everyone have a word? <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool, because it was one word. I was like, that's not the hardest prophetic thing to get, right? Okay, so, cool. Everyone, real fast, without explaining anything, 
Just say what your word was. Grace. No. Grace. Bam. Eyeball. Bars. Uh, <laughs> Focus. Focus. Move. Move. Repentance. Bars. Love. Cool. I want it. I said grace. You said grace. Okay, cool. So, eyeball. I, I don't know. About yeah, that. you might want to pray a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly. Shoot, dude. Seeing, we bro. Eyeball. We had an eyeball. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Swimming in his eyeball. Hold on. Wait, hold on. These two were paired. Wait a minute. That makes sense. Seeing, focus. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. It's funny that you both. What did you say? Love. Okay. I said so, so, we got love, grace, repentance. Move. You guys were all actions, which is whole, or not you, but like you only make sense with James. Uh, so we got eyeball, focus, and move. Okay. Then we got grace, love, repentance. Okay, cool. So when you're on your instruments, if you're an instrument person, what would seeing rightly sound like if you played it? <laughs> now, homie Trice over here, what would, uh, Love sound like if you played it on guitar. On guitar? Yeah. yeah. On your keys, what would grace sound like? If you played it. We're gonna find out. Move. Move. God moving you. What does it feel like? How would you sing that out? Yes. Now, once you hear or you get a revelation of what it would sound like, just start playing. Okay? Just start playing. Don't try to mesh with whatever somebody else is playing. It doesn't really matter. Just start playing what you think the word you got would sound like. Be asking the Lord. What would it sound like if I played seeing God rightly? Radio. What would it sound like if I played love? For James on the drums, what would focusing on God? He doesn't have headphones on. There he is. What would focusing on God sound like as it came through the drums? Take a second. There we go. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Come Up Here podcast. We hope you've been encouraged to express your love and affection toward Jesus and that you're better equipped to partner with the Father in releasing His kingdom through the sound of heaven with Holy Spirit. Please consider supporting our worship ministry by following Come Up Here on Facebook and Come Up Here Worship on Instagram. You can access our worship sets on all major streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple Music, etc. If you would like to sow a seed financially, in the come up here you can paypal us at come up here or contact us via email at comeuphere.worship at gmail.com god bless you guys and we'll see you next time in the throne room peace